Hello. Hi. Welcome to Hunchback. Thank you. Oh. How does it feel? Uh, what? How does it feel to be here? Oh, uh, good. Good. Of course. Ooh, that looks orangey. Yes. Hmm. Yes, it does. This is not clear at all. Clear what this is in more that more ways than one. Um, it's like a peach color, I guess. Yeah, I think that's that's fair. Feel that's accurate. I may not have had this before. I can't remember. May? Yeah. I feel like you'd know. I probably know. I don't mm. think I've had it. Hmm. It tastes like a cocktail. Yeah. It's like... Is it vodka? Base. Uh, nope. <laughs> That's just going to be my guess whenever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can see where you're going with that, though. This could be <clears throat> construed as like a fancy screwdriver. Right. Um, so, recipe. Recipe. This is called a sidecar. A sidecar? Yeah. Like on the side of a motorbike. Right, which makes me feel like we should have a full glass of whiskey, and this is the oh, sidecar we're side. like chasing. Chasing, <laughs> chasing with <laughs> a cocktail. <laughs> and when I say should, yeah, I don't mean actually should, should. but like right. sidecar. Um, so the, the, um, the classic kind of recipe mm. is... It's fruity. Cognac, Cointreau, and lemon Cointreau. juice. Cointreau. Very French. That's what I'm getting. Um, and then this version of the sidecar is a specific version uh, from a book called Cocktails, colon, How to Mix Them, from <laughs> 1922 by Robert Vermeer. Oh. Maybe. So does it describe how to mix it? Yes. It says shake with ice. Then strain into a chilled, half-sugar-rimmed coupe. Damn. Oh. Just didn't do that again. The sugar would help. The crusta. I think. Uh, with the lemon. With the lemon. With, yeah. Yep. Um, I feel like that would be good. I thought I saw you put simple syrup in here. Yes. So this version of it does call for a little bit of simple syrup to sweeten it up. So it's uh, it's like lemonade hmm. base, right? Lemon juice, simple syrup. Cointreau is an orange liqueur. Yep. And cognac is a uh, grape brandy from the region of cognac in France. This is a a sidecar is a big cocktail. Would people know about it? Big. Um, yeah, I think it's yeah more so than a um, Martinez. I, I found out. I, I would guess that it's <laughs> it's more common than a Martinez. Okay. So I try. I tried yes. several. Bars. Did you really? I since did. then. Since then. And none of them have known what a Martinez is. Uh, multiple times I have been given a martini. Yeah. Multiple times. Multiple times. Okay. I was there for one of those. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm just too polite to do anything about it. Thank, thank you very much. Yeah. I'll drink my yeah. mostly gin. I'll even pay you for this. Yeah. Here's $10. <laughs> um, Oh, I had such a good opportunity to to try to order a Martinez that I totally forgot to. Okay. Um, we went to this really nice restaurant um, 
with, well, I went with some friends uh, that you have met as well. Uh, Chuck and Liz from Massachusetts. Uh, you met? I have met them. And they are very into cocktails. Mm. And they um, they know a bartender who used to work at a place near them, um, who now works at a place near us in Lynn, the next town over. Okay. Lynn from Massachusetts. Lynn in Lynn, Massachusetts. Lynn in Massachusetts. She's, yeah. Lynn is, Lynn may be from. Oh, probably. Yeah, actually. But uh, you're talking about the place. The place. The place. Um, so basically we sat at the bar, ate at the bar and, um, were waited on very nicely by a very, very good bartender. And he made us these amazing things and, and I left and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is like the perfect opportunity to be like, yeah. first of all, like he totally would have known what a Martinez is. And he would have you had see. his own take on it. He would, like it would have been a whole thing. <laughs> this is what you promise. I hope. What What yeah. was the bar? Uh, it's called Rosette, Rosetti's. Rosetti's. It's a Italian restaurant, um, but has a really nice bar as well. I like this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. It's that pleasant. Was... It's pleasant to sip. Uh, the first taste I didn't like. Mm. It's um, getting better. It is getting better. Most cocktails do, <laughs> especially if you're... That's just your tongue numbing. After a couple in, yeah, and your brain. Yeah. <laughs> um, good. Yeah. Glad you like it. So what about on, on um, balance with the Martinez? Where are we at? Or do we need to go through the whole cocktail? And maybe... I still think I prefer the Martinez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which makes me think this is like a naked mole rat or something what what <laughs> in what way <laughs> like it's still a ma- um a mammal but um... oh i forgot about the damn animals every time i'm like wait what uh um what was a martinez what animal was that uh that was a goat mountain goat huh. this is a naked... and that's like your peak of <laughs> that's the peak so far okay mountain goat yeah Huh. <laughs> if, I, if I ever say like a dolphin or something, or a dog, oh. or a a unicorn, a unicorn. Oh, yeah, that's that's what we're searching for. Yeah. Okay. That's all you know, listeners. <laughs> unicorn. A sidecar. Sidecar. Um, I think this is um. It's a car at the side. This was apparently drunk by um some famous writers. Okay. Uh, in in London, I'm sure and that's true. Elsewhere, I want to say Ernest Hemingway, huh? And I said London, so I'm just gonna mm. pretend that I didn't say that. Ernest Hemingway was very um, insecure about his own masculinity. Yes, and so I really would have expected him to drink everything neat. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, this is not, this is far from neat, I would say. <laughs> it's messy. Uh, oh, I have a little more blurb here. Acor- okay. According to Vermeer, Vermeer. Oh, interesting. Who? Typo in the app. Interesting. Up here, Vermeer is spelled M-E-I, and down here it's spelled M-I-E. Anyway, okay. Vermeer, I, it's probably M-I-E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. According to Vermeer, this cocktail was first introduced by McGarry, McGarry, the celebrated bartender of Bucks Club in London. Oh. So like uh Prohibition era 
which maybe that's not fair. That's a very American thing for me to say. Prohibition era is very geocentric. It, I mean, it is. Yeah, that's what I said. Um, so, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we are in America. Right. I think that's okay. Okay. Well, but I just... You have to be centered is, somewhere. This said Bucks Club in London. And I said, mm. well, it's a Prohibition era drink. I see. But... It's, mm, yeah. We never... There wasn't a Prohibition. In, no. We've talked about this. As before. far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, as far as all of England is aware. I think we all must have been drunk if it did happen. <laughs> You're right. Like... As far as we know, I don't know, there wasn't any laws about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've just been drinking over here. So I just found out about open container laws. That's a that's a Trello card we have. I had no idea. What okay. Um that you couldn't you have, have yeah. open alcohol in a Where? public space. Public space. Okay. Like in a park or on the street. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you're just nodding as if this is a normal thing. It, to me, it I is. guess you grew up here. I grew up here. It's um, horrifying. Does it feel very Orwellian to you? Or like yeah. A, like a surveillance state? People Feel, are... It feels like a encroaching on my freedoms. Hmm. So I did live in a, a town uh, in, okay. New, in New York once. You lived in a town in New York. That's all. New York, the no. state? <laughs> the state. Yeah, because... <laughs> Definitely not a town in the There city. aren't towns in the city. I lived in a town in the city. Of in New York. the county. In the county. Um... <laughs> Called East Aurora, New York. East Aurora, which happens to be where Fisher Price is headquartered. Is it, is it east of West Aurora? It is not. Oh, it is on the same exit as West Seneca, which I honestly don't know which is which is which. in which direction. <laughs> I think East Aurora is east of West Seneca. Pretty okay. sure. Anyway, the, apparently East Aurora. I don't think I really tested this, but they. <laughs> Apparently, don't enforce an open container law there. They're very okay. They're open about it. Yeah, <laughs> they're closed. Wait, like, <laughs> open. Oh, eh. um, New Orleans. Do you know about New Orleans? Uh, I know of. In the context of this discussion, uh, they don't have open container laws. Is that right? I believe that's the that's the case. It, someone also mentioned Las Vegas as the only two places you could mm, go. That seems right. That seems right. So whenever not only in New Orleans, you can actually get a drive-through alcohol. Mm. I think like I saw they, that. So they, I think they get very literal with it, where they they you can order like this like alcoholic slushy thing or something, and they put a lid on it and they give it oh, to you. Oh, so it's not like, an open. Oh, here you go. It's oh. a closed container with a straw in it. <laughs> That's what I've heard. I've yeah. never been to New Orleans, but. They had uh, drive-through liquor stores in Arizona, Pennsylvania as well. Okay, well, but they didn't sell slushies, right? I sh- I don't know that. I never drove through. <laughs> so in Pennsylvania, they aren't. I should correct. There are not drive-through liquor stores. There are drive-through beer distributors. Oh, which is only beer and only uh, now I think, cases of beer. I think this was hard. Like, you could just go and get a bottle of vodka. Right. But I or think it was more... Go, the, they would just get it. Yeah. yeah. I think it was more the convenience than anything else. Yep. So, like, huh. whenever we do bar crawls or pub crawls in England, um, especially in the winter, you'd... Uh, as you're walking, you'd take your beer with you. 
Okay. So you um, wouldn't get draft. You would. You just take the you just take the glass? Gl- you just take the pint glass with you. Okay. And the idea was that it would all circulate eventually. I guess no one cared. Mm. <laughs> so you yeah. take you take it, you'd like drop Glasses off. are pretty cheap, I you'd guess. You drop off your empty pint glass yeah. at the next pub and get a new one. Yep. Um I mean if, I guess if you think of the the net gain of a pub crawl right. for a bar, they're like, you know what? Screw it. Break all the glasses you want, take them. Uh, yep. Yeah, we're gonna be fine. Exactly. Interesting. Um, I thought you were gonna say that you would the last beer that you were planning get planning to get at a certain bar, you would get a plastic cup. That you oh would, no. No, you just I know. And they'd they'd all be glass. Which in hindsight seems Yeah, why not use yeah. a solo cup or something? I don't know. That's very it feels very American. Yeah. To get like a I don't know, plastic cup beer. I mean we hardly ever broke them. Hmm. Hardly ever. Sometimes they broke, but it wasn't often. Have I told you the story of Ten Cent Draft Night? Ten Cent Draft Night. That sounds like a good night. Where I went to college. <laughs> Which, yeah, this place has been shut down a couple times. <laughs> I don't think it even exists anymore. I don't think it has anything to do with Ten Cent no, Draft Night. No, 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 no. Um, Obviously not. Underage. Yeah. <laughs> um, underage. Any- mm. What? Drinking. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's a thing here. I know it's not a thing in. Europe, where you're from. Um, <laughs> Open container law. So, ten cent drafts. Yeah, is it ten thing. cents? Was a thing, and they're very small. Yeah, they're like I think maybe like six ounce, little like mm. not a Dixie cup, like bigger than a Dixie cup. Okay, but way smaller than oh, so, a pint. So, like or, little little samples. Was it really fancy kind of. beer? Is no. that where the ten cents come from? Like there are ten different smells coming off uh, it. Come on, no, no, definitely one definitely. smell. <laughs> Beer, one scent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a friend who felt very baller one night and was okay. like, "I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna make a scene here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a big deal." Okay, he put down a twenty dollar bill. Ooh, and he said, "Fill up the bar <laughs> with ten cent traps," <laughs> which it totally did. <laughs> Uh, these people were like so like uh okay <laughs> here we go <laughs> boop, 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 fill it yeah was is fun. there a cover charge nope that can't be i mean maybe it is can't be what <laughs> profitable oh um no i don't think so no i don't really know is that why it, it's not shutting down because of anything Inappropriate. It just, just keeps running out. Of, yeah, it keeps running out of money. Uh, yeah, huh. maybe it is. They did sell a lot of shots as well that were in very, very small, like like thimble, like plastic shots. We had a um, we had a thing in college where you could play rock paper scissors. Um, whenever you bought a shot, and um, if you lost, you'd pay double, and if you won, you'd get it for free. That's fun. And I think this always worked out well because most people were drunk. And so playing rock, paper, scissors against a drunk person and convincing them that you've won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, rock beats everything. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a rock. Darn. <laughs> oh. Huh. Good stuff. <laughs> this is good. Good. Yeah, I'm a fan. You're a fan of naked bull rats. Yes. Apparently. Yeah. That, Which throws me off. I'm not sure 
the scale is very the Martinez is still better. Okay, um, we could just naked mole rat to goat seems like a large. We could draw. Mm, we could draw. <laughs> we could draw a chart. Start putting these on. See if there's consistency. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, get kind of. We could get like a machine learning algorithm to figure out. To predict. I mean, we... Which animal? I think we're machines and we're learning, so... <clears throat> okay. All right. Yeah, so I think... I think we've got that covered. You can always put that on your product mm-hmm. page. Machine learning? Uses machine learning. Mm. For what product? Any product. Oh, okay. Cool. Hunchwig? Yep. We're a product? Are we a product? Yeah. Uh, we're a product, yeah, of, we're a product. Our, of our successes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's our tagline Hunchpig, a product of our, our successes. successes Yep. Who's the other Ian C. Anderson? I didn't know there was another one Yeah, so <laughs> Trying to remember how this started um, I mean, presumably there's more than two I believe Yeah, probably, probably. There's just another one that is bothering me right now <laughs> Like an evil twin kind of deal? Yeah, or? kind of. Yeah, yeah actually. Uh, yeah. Um, Terrifying. So I think Katie from Massachusetts sent me a, a text message. Okay. Um, and it was the one of the kind of famous paintings of Jesus, like illustrations. Okay. And then above it, it had, it said E.N.C. Anderson in like the, the green font of Spotify. Did you just say your evil twin is Jesus? Well, not quite. Not quite. Okay. My evil twin wrote a song called Jesus. Oh. And published it to Spotify. Oh. Spotify does not know the difference between he He, or I. I see. So if you go to Ian C. Anderson on Spotify or (laughs) Apple Music or Amazon, I think maybe, um, you will see my... My EP, which came out seven years ago, and now this man's music, which... <laughs> We've gotten to the point where you bring up your EP every episode. It's fantastic. Yeah. And, really? Yeah. Huh. It's like the sponsorship thing at the end of the... <laughs> just I, I just keep trying to think of ways to make it seem like an accident. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, yeah this my, is also related to my, my, my album that yeah, I released seven, seven years, years ago. ago and, and, yeah. yeah. Might have a couple hundred of those in the attic that I'm trying to sell. Um, so yeah, the jarring thing is that Spotify kind of oh, it's machine learning algorithm, and it's right. It's like the second result. Yeah, the machine learn. Yeah, there's no my avatar on Spotify for me as an artist is the <laughs> the illustration of Jesus. You can't change that. There's it's, only one Ian. It's C. machine Anderson. learning. It's machine learning. It's learned who. I am, apparently. And, yeah. It's number one. It's the most popular song on there. <sighs> <laughs> it's upsetting. So, oh, we need more people to listen to your ooh album and not... Jeez. Oh, wow. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> so, was... um, so I, I dug a little deeper. Okay. I went to my, my label. It's not my label. So I went to, you, you went to your manager. Yeah. He said this needs to stop. So CD Baby 
You heard of this? CD Baby? I have not heard CD of it. CDBaby.com is this... Um, CD? C- C- <laughs> CD, like compact disc. Oh, this is very, very old. <laughs> Cassette Baby? Um, CDBaby.com. It's, it's okay. been this like independent music haven since the dawn of the internet. I don't know, a long time. Mm. Um, and so I, I signed up with them okay. seven, eight years ago to promote distribute this ep okay. that i made okay it's called perennials um and it's just it's on <laughs> really spotify. seven years ago it was like seven years ago yeah you can get it and, on uh, amazon spotify yeah I have, itunes i have an ep that uh they distributed <laughs> it's a extended play um so anyway this guy it's also per- distributed it's, called, with, it's called perennials is yeah it's called perennials yeah by enc and that's Anderson. what i'm yeah, the that's one that's actually me candlelight is that also you nope Oh, that's this guy. But there's no way to know that hmm. until you listen An to American it. romantic? That, that's <sighs> no. not even Ian C. Anderson. All right, I don't know what it's you're looking at. Brian Preston. Anyway. Anyway. Turns out we both use CD Baby to release our music. CD Baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can go to <laughs> cdbaby.com <laughs> and you can file what's, car, what's called... called. <laughs> <laughs> An artist separation request. <laughs> Is he going to get mad that you're trying to get divorced <laughs> from him? To separate. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I hope he's forgiving based on his his images and his songs. Um, yeah, so I filed an artist separation request with CD Baby. Okay. Um, which they will, hopefully they already have sent these requests to all of their um, digital partners like iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, saying these are different things, please. Yeah. It it just made me mad. It's like the same thing. As a software developer, I'm just like, we need unique identifiers. That's all. That would solve this problem. Right. Like, Why don't we have some hex, you know, 20 character thing that's like, this is who I am. Yeah. Boom. We need PGP keys for oh, yeah. music artists. Uh, SSH. Any, you know, whatever. Social security numbers. <laughs> it's a little too short. <laughs> and don't have SSM. letters. Nope. Okay. Um, so they are unique within the States. So it looks like the artist separation request has not worked uh, so far. So far. Um, it might it, take a while to propagate. I'm also starting to maybe write some new music. Ooh. Now the dilemma is, should I just should come just, up with a new name? Yeah, change your name entirely. Which is just a bunch of numbers and letters that oh. will definitely be unique. <laughs> Do I optimize for oh. that instead of you could, ease of... You could call yourself Unique Identifier. Is that a band? Probably. <laughs> uh, so my other idea was to start to release um, music under my current name that this person would find offensive this other enc anderson oh to get back at him yeah i would release either just bad music or devil music or something yeah um or maybe just like you know a single every month that is just a different genre completely it makes (laughs) no sense i feel like that's gonna hurt your brand more than yep 
Yeah, well... More than his. I don't know. It depends on what his aspirations are. I'm kind of okay with just having an EP on Spotify. Right. Seven years ago, I made an EP. Now it's on okay. a couple different services, huh. um, including cool. Spotify, um, Apple Music. Could Ian be a Amazon. girl's name? Uh, I don't think I don't, so, but I, I feel like it. we're I just assuming this is a guy and we don't know. Um, I do know. You do know. I've looked him up. You've spoken he with him. He has red hair. Are you sure you didn't look yourself up? he plays piano. What? Yep. You could, yep. It's a thing. You sure you didn't find yourself? Were you looking it at your own? It might be myself from the future oh. as a born again Christian who has pivoted his entire music career, which is at a whole other angle on this that I haven't really. What's the release about date so of Jesus? Um, if it's in the future, you might be onto something. <laughs> I didn't look. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, 2021. Oh, no, no, 2017. Okay, good. Four minutes, 32 seconds. Yeah. Ian C. Anderson. It's you. So another piece of this is the whole, I think, the whole reason I use the C of Ian C. Anderson. Waiting for hours? Is that you? Nope. That's... That's him. Yeah. Oh, my God. He... Right? If I cut my hair a little bit and, like, aged... Yeah. It's you know, from the future. Ten years. Maybe not even that long. Five years. And, you know clean myself up a little bit, played piano at a church somewhere, boom. Right? Yeah. It's weird. I'm genuinely, I didn't think the resemblance would be. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. That is weird. I mean, for, for me to say that someone looks like me, I feel like, yeah. for anyone to say, this person looks like me is like a, you know, it's a big thing to even like admit to. Why? I don't know. I feel like it's different saying like someone looks like me as opposed to like, oh yeah, that person looks like Matt. But it's just because... Right. I don't know what it is, but... Yeah. So the C in Ian C. Anderson is Was there to, fix this. to distinguish me from Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull. Right. Obviously. Right? I don't know who that is. Okay. Uh, boy. Jethro Tull is an American rock band. American? Oh no. Is he British? I, I don't know. Wait a second. I, I don't, think he might be British. I don't know every band he in might England. Be Scottish. I okay. Which is also British because it's on Great Britain. Um. Uh, so, anyway, he is a flautist and multi instrumentalist. Oh, for the flautist band. is a flute? flute player. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's not flutist. No. You're gonna flout it? I don't know why it's a flout. <laughs> Like that's weird. Yeah, why flute to flout? Ooh, there are so many questions coming out of this. Because like, if you play a, a oboe, it's not a oboist; it's an oboist, right? I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, huh? Oboist, flautist, flautist. You do. You gotta flout it. <laughs> yeah. Um, huh? Yeah. Maybe there's a reason we don't start with the cocktail in this show. Oh, do you think? No, no, no. No, no. Um, what? I mean, there is a reason we did start with a cocktail. True. It's because I I need to leave. Right. At the end of the Usually podcast. you just stay here for a few, right. a few days. 
but um, yeah, now that you've installed the solar, I have to go, basically. What? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I was looking for a reason that's different from... <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Um, so yeah, I have, a, I have a doppelganger that might be me from the future huh. who has stolen my identity slash is my identity yeah. slash... Um, next week I might be he's trying to convert me to Christianity slash, I don't know. Next week I might be recording with, uh, the other <laughs> Jesus Ian C. Anderson. Yeah. Huh. So any advice for my situation? Uh, oh, I've never been in this situation. I, that doesn't, that hasn't stopped us from giving advice on other things. <laughs> um, Ooh, I mean, changing your name. Seems reasonable, mm. legally. Oh, my legal name. Yeah. Hmm. That doesn't seem like including, an overreaction. Including last name? And the C. Yeah, no, all of it. Okay. So that would actually... That would fix it. That would fix it. I also do have a son and a wife with my last name now. Yeah, I mean, they can, they can keep it if they want. <sighs> Is there a... This is confusing. Are there doppelgangers for your whole family? Probably. <laughs> I mean, why would you why would you copy just one of us? <laughs> why would you stop there? I, I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Um yeah, I mean I guess. I have to change so all the names. Next question. So you have it, orange hair now. Is that also an attempt to, to clone me? Slash make you uncomfortable? Look a little bit more like me. Yes. Yeah, I mean the Mohawk as well. It just yeah. screams Ian C. Anderson. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've gone with a neon orange, though. Yeah. Rather than a... No, you missed. You missed my color. Yeah. They must have messed it up. They must have messed it up. You didn't pay enough. Um, I think under UV light, it glows. Mm. It is? Yeah. I'll call, yeah. call it glowing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan. It's red at the base. Mm. Orange. Oh, it is a gradient. Yeah. Right. And then it goes down to... Yellow. To yellow, not much yellow. No, just, just not. Little, just a, just little, a touch. Yeah, yeah. It's a little subtle. Yeah, I like that. I think a more even gradient all the way around it would be would be not as not as good. No, it's like I agree. So yeah, it's just it's there, but it's not. Yeah, it's not in your face. Right. It's it's on my face. It's on your sideburn. <laughs> 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 Oh, so this okay. this is a picture of like halfway through. Oh, and nice! I'm just shocked by how blonde. Oh, they wow. got my hair. Wow! Yeah, like considering my hair is usually black, this is great for that. Is um, interesting. An audio show, by the way. <laughs> um, it'll be in the show notes. Yeah. Um, that but, is that is interesting because it's not a bleach blonde, right? It doesn't yeah. look you know, like it looks like legit. It's got natural blonde. Yeah, it's hair. got like weird tones and things. Yeah. I guess that's the word. Yeah. Yeah. Tones. Tones. Why do they talk about tones for colors as well? As well as what? For music. Oh. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Tones. Do you know why they call live music live music? Because there are live people playing it currently. That's the same of... When you go to a restaurant, why is that not live eating? Be 
because there are not live people. <laughs> there are live people cooking it. Cooking it. But not yeah, why right, is it not right now? Why is it live not music? as you're eating it, right? As you're consuming live music, somewhat well, hmm. Hmm. That gets a little interesting. Yeah. Because when they play when they play the last note and run off stage, then the, that audio gets to your the sound gets to your ears. Off the is left. it live still? Yeah. Right? Like it's live. Is it? Or or not at that point. Oh, and why and why so before mm-hmm. recordings it would just be called music because there wasn't the option oh right of live music versus recorded music right so why why is it not music and recorded music hmm hmm yep so i have the answer oh she's definitely cheating yep um so it was a um, planned sort of marketing tactic mm-hmm. to stop people from listening to recorded music because they wanted mm. to paint recorded music as dead. Right. And why would you pick a de- lifeless dead? Yeah. kind of... And so there was live music and dead music. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. It holds yeah. up sometimes too. I mean, there's, there's definitely a lot of recordings that feel much flatter and... Yeah deader than the live than the live version yeah well also like with live music um bands can react Mm -hmm. to an audience Mm -hmm. whereas that can't happen with recorded music feels more like a two-way interaction like a conversation i like that Mm. i like that the live bit or is this a live podcast no Mm. dead (laughs) (laughs) oh so it's dead it's dead it's over um, I've been listening to a podcast called The Pessimist's Archive. The Pessimist's Archive. Yeah. And okay. it is about um, things that people were fearful of and said it would fundamentally change everything and is oh. the end of society. Mm-hmm. And so one of the episodes was on recorded music. Yep. And how it would just kill. Kill everything. Yeah. Publishers, uh, it would, sheet music. It would be the end of creativity. Yep. In musicians, because everyone would um, mimic <laughs> the recordings. <laughs> they wouldn't. There was all this uh, fear generated around the downsides, too. Right. Instead of looking at a piece of sheet music and making it your own. And, and yeah. Like, or le- it's just like, oh, I'm just going to copy what Eric Clapton did on yeah. this part. Because- all, all learning from a um, real person. Right. Instead of learning from a recording. <laughs> when you're learning from a real person, there's an opportunity. They said there was an opportunity to like design your own style mm-hmm. and develop that with a person, but yeah. you can't do that with recorded music. That's cool. Yeah, I think it's important that we check ourselves against these kind of things yes. every once in a while because it's like, yeah, I mean, automobiles. Yep. Um, so I think their first episode is on the Walkman. Okay. And that's great. Like, um, there were states that made it illegal. Like the headphone? The, yeah. That was the first, like, headphone unit, really, right? Right. Uh, he said it was the, like... Portable headphones. It was almost the first wearable after the watch. Hmm. Right. Interesting. So people, or cities or whatever, wanted to... Wanted to ban it. Ban it. Because yep. people were... People were wearing it and zoning out and weren't paying attention when crossing roads and things. And there was a, you know, yep. health emergency. And it's funny now that, yeah, 
that um, people with headphones on would would have been considered completely yeah unaware. And now it's like headphones on, looking down at your phone, <laughs> yeah. and well, your watch is notifying you. Yeah, and your Fitbit is vibrating, and your it's just but that's the same fear as to so many inputs. Right, like you've just oh, described yeah. it totally. Like yeah, yeah. Google Glass is up in your <laughs> yeah. Um, there's something lost. Yeah. But that's not true. Things uh, always get better. Okay. There's a lot of automobile accidents these days. Like recently yes. in the past year or two, there's been uh, an uptick. Hasn't that always decreased? No, there's been an uptick. Are you sure? Which is interesting. Mm. And I think probably related to texting and driving slash phoning and driving of any sort looking it up yeah no because i don't believe you fact check <laughs> this is a debate mm-hmm. and he's looking for an alternative fact yep to my fact to be fair i did not provide any sources uh-huh uh-huh what uh-huh, are we looking uh-huh. at we're looking at a graph of automobile deaths since the 1900s which i guess is when Mm-hmm. They started happening. So the last tick here was 2010. Yeah. There is a slight uptick It looks like there. it's starting to yeah. creep up. So mm. I think I need a little more recent data here. <laughs> and I'm sure Wikipedia has that if we scroll down this chart. Oh, what's it going to say? What do the columns mean? Who knows? Up 10.5%. Yeah. Fuck. Yes. In 2015, though. Yeah. Jeez. Like, it's weirdly gone up recently. Uh, yeah, there's two drops in 10% here, though. It still seems like it's trending down. 10% up after a year. Like, how do you explain that? Well, how do you... I mean, there's also like 11% down after a year in 2008. Right. So that's the general trend down. Sure. Right. But, but <laughs> then, then... In 2015... Ten percent up. Ten up. I, that's yeah. not a gradual improvement. That's a that's a problem. I see that. Um, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, so we should Curious. check ourselves either yeah. way. I think before we wreck ourselves. <laughs> that's what I'm really trying to say. What are we checking ourselves off? Um, you know, not texting. The evils of technology. I'm driving. The evils of technology. No, we the need opposite. Sh- I'm. <laughs> no. I think you and Charlie Brooker should have a debate. That'd be fun. Booker? Brooker. 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 Yeah. I I think he's on my side. Hmm. Really? Yeah. He just likes telling horror stories. Oh. I thought he hated technology. I mean, he sees the dark side of everything. I think he loves technology. Oh. I don't want to speak on his behalf. I'm going to look up for an alternative fact on that. For an alternative fact. <laughs> I would like the alternative to this fact. Uh, Charlie Rooker is the writer and creator of Black Mirror, yes. among other things. He's a comedian in the UK. Comedian. Dark, dark side of it. Dark humor, yeah. generally. Black humor. Yeah. Wow. Comedian. <laughs> yeah, you didn't expect that. Does he do, like, stand-up? Uh, he has done some stand-up, yeah. Wow. He also, he hosted a... Um, I'm trying to imagine what that would like a news show that was a comedy thing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
when he does his stand-up, does everyone just like look at their phones and rate him while he's doing his stand-up? I mean, is that different from any other comedian? No. No? Just a question I have about the current state of the world. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how do you enjoy comedy? By writing it. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Minute by minute. Minute by minute. So that people know which parts they can skip. Tweets. Anything. <laughs> Anything that could help. Let's just say... Social media. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the episodes from Pesmus Archive is uh, When is Great Great Again? When is Great Again? When is Great? Oh, yeah. Like Make America Great Again? Yep. Okay. And so they do um, a thing where they say, they survey a bunch of people and they say, When is, when was America great? And right. then they go to that year. Oh, nice. And they, uh, um, sort of try and work out when generally people thought that's exactly what we were talking about like an episode or two ago yeah nice when they thought everything was good and they basically go keep going back yep and it's fun so I would highly yeah su- I highly suggest the pessimist I would, I would archive like to, I would like to listen to that specific episode that sounds yeah. fun you've been listening to Alex Jones oh did I yeah I tried it it was really hard <laughs> I think I made it like 15 minutes in to 20 minutes. 15? That is not a lot. No, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. You couldn't? There was a lot of just yelling and and just wrongness Ooh. in many ways. Um, yep. Wouldn't recommend Alex Jones. Though now you're probably curious if you don't, if you've never heard of him, you're probably right. going to be like, oh, ooh, what is this guy? So maybe I should just say the most neutral thing about him so you're not curious okay even like alex jones not much there to hear is that like what can i say that just makes it like boring and uh um probably shouldn't have said his name to begin with uh should i say the name wrong now should i start a, a different podcast under the name alex jones to pollute oh, his brand. Yeah. And just fill that podcast with your music. Yep. Yeah. And pictures of Jesus. Uh, n- no. No. Okay. That's going to tighten the bond with you. And <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, that could backfire. That, <laughs> that, could, that might not go well for you. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we break? Yeah. So we played all three of your Switch games. Uh, I have another another one. Oh. What was it called? Fast RMX. It's a racing game. Is that any good? I don't know. Okay. I haven't played it enough. I don't really like racing games. Yeah. Except for Mario Kart? It's it's not yeah, yeah. It's not super Yeah interesting to me so Mm. it's on the back burner okay so we played the good ones yes we started with one two switch which many people do not like it's fine yeah yeah i think a lot of the do not like itch is from the fact that it costs money (laughs) a lot of people think that it should have been bundled Mm. which i think is probably true like it does feel like a tech demo right 
for the the Joy-Con controllers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we which played. Like Wii, Wii Sports was bundled, I think, with the Wii. Yeah, and a lot of people are like, well, it's kind of like the. It is the equivalent. Sillier, sillier Wii Sports. Yeah, it's a bunch thing. of mini games, and we played them, and they were fine. Yeah, they're they're fun like party games. Yeah. Um. Um. Somewhat fun. So the one that silly, I, I think silly. everyone knows about is the uh, guessing how many balls are inside the Joy-Cons. Mm -hmm. So you like um, the Joy-Con is the controller. Right. Joy-Con. Joy-Controller. Yeah. Mm. Gives you joy. And you... Uh, with HD Rumble. Mm -hmm. With the HD Rumble, mm -hmm. you can feel the balls. Yes. In the controller. Right. That gives you joy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So N64, I think, created the idea of Rumble. The had a Rumble pack. <laughs> yeah, it did have a Rumble pack. And it was very coarse and just like the whole thing just, just vibrated. Yeah. And you're like, something's happening. Yeah. It's probably bad. It was definitely standard definition Rumble. <laughs> right. HD Rumble, you can feel the balls. The balls? It's, yeah, it's more subtle. Um, and it's also <laughs> positional, right? Like it's. It's it rumbles in a specific part of the controller. I think is how they get that to feel right. Like it's yeah, moving. So, so are it, moving. It or... did feel like there were marbles like rolling around inside, mm -hmm. or like ball bearings or something. Yeah. Um. So that was fine. Yeah. Um. You're not gonna play that over and over. And over. <laughs> like right. Like oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Which I think is the story for that whole game, and I think that's why there's 28 mini games. To just like, oh, okay. okay, yeah, try the next one, you know. Yeah, so we played like three. Um, the stupidest one was the first one we did, which was uh, you shake a show soda can <laughs> until it explodes. Right. It's I like hot potato. Yeah. Uh, and you pass the same controller around. And they have little yeah. tutorial videos um, <laughs> at the beginning of each game. So good. With very, very, it's very like sterile environments of people having fun <laughs> yeah it's like this very white room yeah with like the odd piece of furniture solid and solid color background <laughs> yeah. and yeah. then four people playing the game with like very dramatic facial features and in this weird void of a place yeah like where are they <laughs> where are, are they being tortured Is this the matrix <laughs> yeah um so those are hilarious yeah they're pretty silly and worth watching mm -hmm. um Otherwise, it was fine. Mm -hmm. We did a safe um, cracking one where you... Oh, yeah, that was good. You turn the controller... Um, until so you feel... Trying to crack a safe. Yep. And you try... You turn the controller until you feel like a different uh, vibration. Um, and then you have to hold it there. And then it, you know, unlocks that... Or yep. sets that number in the in the combination lock. And if you do that three times, then you, you win. win. You beat the other person. So that was cool. I like that one. That one's fun. Um, the second game we played was Snipper Clips, mm -hmm. which is fantastic. I love it. It's yeah, very good. And I should say, so One Two Switch it retails for forty nine dollars. Right. Snipper Clips. Snipper Clips. Twenty dollars. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Download. Very good. So worth it. Yeah. So worth it. Excellent um, game. So, the idea is you are these. Um, what shape would you call them? You, um, you shaped. Kind of paper uh, people, yeah. But geometrically, 
What shape? I'd is rather that? not. Yeah. Okay. Once, <laughs> Go too much into. Anyway, it's you're you're each a piece of paper. Yeah, it's like a l- with legs and arms. Yeah, um, that don't really matter, but are funny to look at. Yep. Um, and the you... facial expressions are fantastic. <laughs> yeah. On your characters as they do things. So it's a puzzle game. You can yep. you try to glean what the goal is of the level. Yep. And then it's you, not clear. You usually have to cut each other out. Yeah. In some shape. You can um, overlay yourself on top of the other person and then press a button to cut that mm-hmm. section out of them. <laughs> um, so you like turn each other into like buckets or platforms or yep. gears. Gears. Yeah. It was fantastic. Um, it's really good. It's fun. It's it. Yeah. It feels like there's a lot of different ways to solve the same problem. Yeah. And there's a lot of, there's a comedy of errors where you're just like, oh, I just cut you. I didn't mean to. Oh, shit. Yeah. I meant to jump. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's really it, fun. It's great. Uh, also, I think a game that any anyone can get into and enjoy. Yes. Um, you don't have to be, you know, a gamer or any. Yeah. I guess you're a gamer. I don't know what a gamer is. Anyway. Yeah. You don't have to be into video games necessarily. You can just pick it up and play. I mean, I think that helps. It helps. But there's like three buttons. It's not yeah. complicated. There's a whole and moving around thing. Yeah. With a uh, analog stick. True. True, true. Um, the third and final mm-hmm. game that I observed. Yeah. I didn't play, but I um, enjoyed getting a taste of. Yeah. Was the new Zelda. Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yes. And it, it looks great. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Um it does stray in some pretty significant ways from traditional Zelda, but there's enough there that it's recognizable. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it, it looks really good. It's so fun. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I'm impressed with... So I was worried. This was like a kind of a leap of faith for me, getting a console. Mm. Um, I wasn't sure if it was going to be this fad thing. And I'm like, oh, you know, it's, I buy it and then I play it for a week and then I'm kind of like... Eh, Old a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, I get the new games, but then it just kind of, like, tapers off. And when someone comes over, we'll play. Or, or, But I am, like, in a routine of, like, got to play Zelda. I yeah. I got to keep going. Um, was the last game that you were in a routine of mm-hmm. the this war of mine? Oh. Yeah, I would say at this at this level of. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Um. So Zelda's... To a lesser extent, the like mini Metro I was into for a while. Mm, that's true. Um, but yeah, Zelda's what you're into at the moment. Yeah, it's so good, it's so good. I saw a fascinating um, discussion on where the Switch could go. Mm-hmm. Um, Nintendo has a couple of interesting patents out at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is for a VR headset. Ooh, because the Switch is. It's bigger than a phone. It's quite heavy. But I guess there's this idea of being able to slot it in front of your eyes. Yep. And have VR stuff. Interesting. And they have some really interesting... Um, yeah, it's not so heavy. I Like, I could see there being some kind of contraption you could connect it to. Right. Thing. Um, and they have some really interesting tech in the controllers. Right. That could be cool in mm. VR. Yeah. They like they could like considering that most VR setups are over a grand. 
if Nintendo swooped in with like a three hundred dollar VR offering, yeah, that's crazy. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, but then the other yeah. thing, so I would like to see their angle on it too, because they're all about like more about fun than like amazing graphics, right? Right. Like they would build these worlds that just like felt interesting to navigate and interact yeah. with. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. So that's an interesting thing. Um, what I was more intrigued by, and Nintendo has already been messing around with, is augmented reality stuff. Hmm. Because, uh, you know, one of their biggest successes was Pokemon Go, mm-hmm. right. which was just using a device's camera. Um, and the only thing that they have missing from a Switch that would give them augmented reality is a camera. Right. But because of the way it's designed, you can just slot peripherals Oh, onto the side of it. Interesting. Yeah, I have not thought about that as an option. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it until hmm. I saw this. Saw this thing. Makes you wonder what kind of connection bus there is. You know, like what kind of yeah bandwidth there is um, on those on those. So slots. the the controllers but. already have like a tiny. Um, it's like a um, infrared camera or something. Can't you hold them and do like rock, paper, scissors in front of it? Um, I don't think so. I've seen that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, right, right in the bottom of the controller. Really? Yeah. Okay. And it can, it can also see distance. Okay. I'm learning things. In the bottom of the is Joy-Cons. It, is it, maybe it's one controller? Has it this? could be. I think, yeah, I think it might be like the left one or the right. Yeah, those are the two. Mm. But... <laughs> Left on but it. there is a visible, like, infrared thing on the bottom of one of them. Right. Um, so that's supposedly a tiny camera. Okay. But not like a... It looks in a different range. Yeah, yeah. To visible light. Right. Infrared. I think it's infrared. It could be something else. Sure. Yeah. It Blue. Could, could be an Tooth. ultrasound thing. Mm. Bluetooth. No. Yellow. Tooth. Tooth. Infrared. Outfra, outfra, yellow, blue, yeah, redshift, blue shift. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, so, so I gave you a quick demo of the switch. Yeah. Um, you had some some ideas of it. One two switch previously. Switch up. Um, how how did your ideas match up with expectations? Uh, my how did your expectations to the... line up with reality of? Yeah, I I like it. I may get one eventually yeah. when Mario Kart comes out and things. Mm. Um, it is one month-ish. One month away. Yeah. April 28th, 7th. Yeah. Like I am currently playing through Fallout 4. On the personal computer? Yeah. So I don't want to pick up a Switch right now. Because mm-hmm. I'll get sucked into Zelda. Zelda, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you will. Uh, Fallout 4 is really cool. It has um, Boston as its setting. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. Nice. Do you... I'm um, recognizing a lot of... Yeah? Yeah. So they've done a good job of, They've done like, a good job, yeah. Um, we'll see it, how it is goes. Is it just, like, downtown, or are there other, like, are there, like um, suburbs, or, like, other... They're talking about Quincy okay. a lot, but I've started in the... You lived there for a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're starting in the northwestern part of Greater Boston, I guess. Okay. Um... Cambridge? Yeah, Cambridge Cambridge is... Yeah. I'm going into Cambridge right now Okay, nice. in the game. 
Um, Cambridge, Somerville. Yep. Charlestown. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Sounds fun. Um, hmm. Yeah, Zelda, I'm, I'm so impressed with how open it is and how, like, it has made me, I told you this, but, like, it makes me feel smart when I, like, figure yeah. out a thing. Um, no spoilers, but, like, like oh, I wonder, like, oh, I'm stuck here. Like, how do I, how do I move to the next thing? And then I'm like, oh, I have this thing that does this thing that maybe if I use it in this way. Yeah, that's no chance of a spoiler there. It'll interact with this other thing. Yeah. Creating and a new thing. Yeah. That was more than the sum of its parts. Oh, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I feel like a genius and yep. then I die and I feel dumb again. But it's a good, it's a good. Yeah. It feels like a very big world. Yeah. Um, you mentioned while you were playing that um, a coworker had described it as um, Dark Soul-esque. Yeah. Uh, and I could see yeah, that. A Blake. Like from Massachusetts. Yeah. Which um, I, I have never played Dark Souls, never heard of it. I've played Dark Souls and I could see the similarities. Mm-hmm. Um, in the in the world interactions the, or the... Yeah, the world, the combat. Um, okay. Yeah. Can, can weapons break? and Yeah, and there are many different types of weapons and you're making a choice when you... Mm-hmm. On combat style and... Cool. There's, it seemed like there was less reading of... Um, enemies reactions but maybe that was just the way you play mm. <laughs> probably <laughs> i just kind of go in there yeah. yeah i could be a lot more careful yeah you mentioned like, you always die to lightning which feels like a yeah so that's where i'm at now like there's like this <laughs> there's lightning and this, you always die this to province it. or wherever i am it's just like lightning you were you were wearing a blue tunic yes has that always has it always been blue no there's never been an option uh, so well, I I acquired that. You acquired that. Yeah, I had another beige, bland shirt earlier. So is the blue out. shirt? Does it have anything to do with water? Maybe that would explain why lightning is insta killing you. Mm. Well, lightning hurts most people quite a uh, bit. It hurts water. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, good question. It's a little good question. Pokemon tip there. Hmm. I do have some lightning arrows now. Okay. And it said that um, they're very effective against wet creatures. Yeah. Slash uh, metallic things. Oh, yeah. Those are. Which makes sense. Conductive. Conductive. Um, yeah. Cool. Maybe you should change your tunic. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's just blue. Can it just be blue? Are you sure? No. I mean, it could. It could just be blue. Have you looked up spoilers? I have not. I haven't looked up anything. Okay, good. I'm trying very hard not to... I mean, it's not that hard, because I really don't want spoilers to... Right. ...to influence me. Um, but, yeah. It's good. It's good. Recommended. You okay. can also get it for the Wii U, so you don't have to get a Switch if yep. you have a Wii U, or if you want to get a cheap Wii U now that they're probably discounted. Um, I'm not sure Nintendo ever discounts anything. Really? Yeah, they're pretty... Well, but they're not... Are they still selling about the Wii U? I am, I don't know. So if they're not, and it's discontinued, then other people can... We'll sell it, but yeah. Discount it, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I always remember yeah. trying to buy like Wii games after the Wii U came out. 
Was there only mm. two Wii's? The Wii and the Wii U? There wasn't another one? See. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I remember, like, Wii games never going down in price. Wii Sports? Wii, wait. Any any Wii games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I that is... That was the name of a game. That is an Wii example games. of one of the games. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Nintendo's pretty bad about that. I will trust you because Had, I am new to this. Have you tasted... The, the cartridge? The, I've heard about this. Okay. No. Why not? Don't want to. <laughs> I can make a cocktail. Ooh, I can Ooh. make a, a Nintendo Switch cartridge. Cocktail. Really expensive. So, backstory here. Um, apparently, Nintendo has coated their game cards with uh, something that is supposed to taste bad to babies. So they won't eat them. I think it tastes bad to everyone. Okay, yeah. But the motivation... Is to stop is, babies from eating is, them. Yeah. Um, and what has happened is adults have started to taste them because they're curious. Yeah. Um, and I haven't. You're not curious. I'm a little curious. Yeah. But it's also like a chemical thing that... Oh, yeah. It doesn't taste great. Yeah. that's. I mean, I guess it's not... It's not like, oh, this is supposed to kill babies. <laughs> <laughs> right? The whole point That would is, be the opposite. They want right. to guarantee... Okay, yeah, yeah. I haven't thought this through that much but yeah they're trying to save babies by making it taste bad yep therefore it should be it's safe to to, to lick slash taste taste yeah i mean that, yeah um hmm. breath of the wild sounds like does sound like a good cocktail name right like ooh, you can make it blue breath of the wild hmm. ponder that Probably not going to lick my cartridges, though. <laughs> still, still not. Looking forward not to looking forward. No. Not a goal that I have. <laughs> cool. You said you only have two cartridges and four games? Uh, yes. So two of them downloaded? Yes. Directly from the interwebs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also downloaded Splatoon 2 preview mode. Oh, yeah. How was that? Uh, haven't been able to play it yet. You haven't been a kid and a squid? No. No. You should try it. Um, I would like to, but yeah. I can't. At all. Until the preview weekend. When is that? Starts. Uh, next weekend? Maybe? Next weekend? Okay. I think. Cool. Yeah. We'll report back. Um, yes. Supposed to be good. Splatoon is apparently a very fun game. And it seems, seems good. Yeah. From what I've seen. <laughs> what have you seen? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> squid, there's squid. Uh, Squids and kids. Squid adolescents that are. Yeah. Um, kids and squids. Morphing between the two and, and squirting ink around. And that's what they're doing. Their own color of ink. I'm going to stop. Yeah. Um, sounds fun. I don't know what Chris PR is. CRISPR. CRISPR. CRISPR is a gene editing technology. Oh. Yeah. That exists. Um, I would not pay $150 for gene edits. That seemed, you know how they're like. Is that low? <laughs> You know how you wouldn't buy a like $1 pizza to feed your family? 
I would not only pay $150 to edit my jeans. So, okay, let me be clear. So there's a CRISPR kit available for $150. I think it's sold out. Um, There's a link in there. Um, In the show notes. Yep. Yep. And I think the, this kit is not for messing with your own genes. DIY I think it is for editing genes of bacteria. Bacterial gene engineering. Yes. Um, Interactive innovation award. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd happily mess around with someone else's genes. <laughs> right. Um, but huh. so this, this technology is a lot of people are excited about it um, because it can cure cancer maybe or like cure a lot of diseases and stuff that we've been trying to trying to overcome for so long um there was a big patent battle between mit and berkeley about who invented this and who gets the who won uh mit for now won the battle but uh i think there's still some pending pending stuff but um patents yeah patent pending Mm -hmm. that's a that's something i've heard that's the thing yeah. Cool. CRISPR. Check it out. Look it up. CRISPR. Um, I like it. There's some good podcasts about it. Uh, I think Radiohead. Nope. That's a band. That's a band. Radio Lab. <laughs> I was going to be like, wow, Radiohead uh, has a Radiohead podcast? has a podcast about gene editing now. I would listen to that. That would be cool. Yeah. They do have a song called Tom York. Weird Fishes, which oh. would make a lot of sense with gene yeah. editing. Uh, Radio Lab did <laughs> a couple episodes. Okay. On CRISPR. That makes more sense. That are well worth listening to. I think there's also some TED. It's, it's all oh, in that yeah. area. That's of, information. Yeah. Of, uh, yeah. Check it out. Email addresses. What about them? We have them now. Oh. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we promised them last week. So last week, last episode. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So now you can email ian at hunchbig.audio or matt at hunchbig.audio. If you have any sorts of comments or concerns, <laughs> this is how we do the podcast. <laughs> I start a sentence. You have to. Oh finish. God, that was, that was a lot of pressure. <laughs> you, you look so scared. Uh, well, I had no idea comments. when you were going to stop. <laughs> That's great. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Email so us. send the first half of your email to me and oh, the second yeah. half of your email to Matt. Nothing will make sense. No. Until we put the two together. Yeah. Yeah. We might put the wrong two together. Who knows? Who knows? Not us. Nope. Um, email us. <laughs> if you get, if you email us um, we'll re- soon. We'll reply live on the podcast. We will reply live on the podcast and we'll you will get the next episode for free. Dead on the podcast. Yep. Dead. Live? Mm. We could broadcast this live, but I don't know. I don't know. I feel like if you broadcast live, you have like what a tenth of the listener. Like, oh yeah, we don't have that. dead. Hmm. And I feel like we have maybe nine. I've always listeners to... right now, so like a tenth of nine is like not even one. Mm. So it might not be anyone listening. I'd like a pirate radio station. Mm. Yep. So we need to get like a shortwave. Yep. Transmitter. Ham radio. Yep. Situation illegally broadcast. What makes it a le- oh, just like we don't have a license. Ignoring the FCC, yeah, stuff. fuck the FCC. Buy some equipment from China. I don't know who the FCC are. Really? Should I? Um, yeah. 
Who are the FCC? <laughs> if you're trying to do illegal things, you don't even know what's illegal if you don't know what the FCC is. Uh, the FCC is the Federal Communications okay. Center Conference um, Community Community <laughs> Federal Communications Community um, Concert Cops. They're the cops. <laughs> They're the cops. They're the cops. <laughs> They're the fuzz. Of the commission. Commission. Communi- no federal. Federal communication. Cops. Crack. Let's go with cops. Okay. They're the uh, communication cops. Yep. And they're like, hey, don't communicate. Don't you? <laughs> you are not allowed to communicate <laughs> on this frequency. Cop cars here. Like, yeah. It's a whole Shuts scene. down. Yeah. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. Robots committing war crimes? Hmm. Uh, we got a lot to get through. We don't, I mean, yeah. Uh, can they? Is the question. So here's the, here's the scenario. Okay. We, so not we, not us. Not us. Someone. A robot. Programs robots. Oh, there's a lot of levels here, actually. So yeah, someone programs robots. Yep. So that someone else can program the robot to do an actual thing, right? Someone writes the software that the robot has loaded up. Right? Okay. Yeah. Which defines what they the can po- what they system. can possibly do, right? Okay. It defines that domain of like, what can this what operations can this robot perform, right? Okay. Then you have this robot that has uh, bombs, guns, what you know, whatever, some sort of violent right. thing that okay. it can do. Um, say someone else employs that robot to uh, to kill people, right? Okay. Yep. And it's a mess. Civilians die. It's not good. Okay. Um, who is culpable here? Mm. Who is not culpable? Yeah. Can we blame the robot? Can a robot commit a war crime? Right. Uh, where, how do we, it's a new, it's this new world of like, yeah. So the, a lot of the worry of this new like drone based warfare is the detachment that we can, we can not feel right. We can say, Right. Oh yeah, you know, these are the numbers. This is what happened and no one like has to deal with the consequences of that action because it's so indirect at that point. Yeah. It's, so it's not like, "Oh, I killed this man. I have to deal with that." It's like, "Oh, this robot killed a man that I programmed and someone else told to do right a thing." It's interesting because we have examples of this that were not with robots, but with people. So we have examples of war crimes where the people deciding whether people should die or not were not the ones Mm. committing those acts. Right. And so we we already... That's kind of the age-old scenario. True. Um, And so... And it's... We've had the same question. Can the people... Are we thinking like, uh, like say, the Nuremberg trials, maybe? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, where you have these scientists that, that um, did these horrible, torturous things to people um, because they were told to. Right. Yeah. Where does that blame lie? Yeah. 
I think I do think the programmer introduces another level of ethics that that the Nuremberg trials don't have, right? The programmer of the robot, not right. the, not the person that said robot do this, but the person that made it possible for the right. robot to actually do it. So, I mean, I think of that for humans, our programmer is the society that we grow up in. Whoa. <laughs> like, are you capable of doing that? And actually, in most cases, most people are capable of hmm. doing horrific things. And so there are... But, a, yeah, a culture can't commit a war crime. You can't say, okay, culture, um, you, you, are, you committed a war crime, you're going to jail. Like, it's not, it's not right. a real thing. I guess also, it's like, not a, a robot can't go to jail? No, I'm talking about the program. We're talking the about program. the programmer okay, versus right, the culture, yeah, right? Yeah. You said the culture, well, yeah. the environment I mean, also, brings up people to yeah, when you're be talk- capable of certain things. When you're talking about that level of drone, mm-hmm. there's almost never a single programmer who architected everything. True. Also true. Like, so in that sense, it's also like it a, is a firing group. squad of... yeah. Uh, that's I'm bringing too many metaphors and um, <laughs> it's a group of programmers. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, certainly, right. certainly, I mean, like a, what is it? The programming, the software, is it like installing the hardware, the person who installed like ammunition on this mm-hmm. thing? Are they the person that sold this to the government right. from yeah. the contractor? Or like, yeah. Uh, so, so no, is that kind of where you're getting at? Is like, it's too muddy to like point a finger at well i mean i also it's too muddy to say no Mm. like i think that's the problem is that what we're talking about is something that's so so gray so yeah that there isn't a yes or a no answer so far removed from right yeah maybe Hmm. yeah sure i mean a robot could yeah okay so let's get really personal now okay for a second i'm not a robot would you take a contract or would you take a job at a defense contractor that creates these types of things? Like, or like, would you, I guess a better things. way to say it is, would you refuse to take it? One of these jobs that, um, I th- write software. Yeah, I think things it, that would, that are killing machines. Let's say. Yeah. Um, that's a poignant question. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it does depend on the situation I'm in. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, if I, the, the situation that I'm currently in, mm-hmm. I could easily turn down a job like that mm. and use sort of like a moral compass to make that decision. Right. If I was being threatened, I'm not sure I could. <laughs> okay. Like if for some reason, yeah, society became more militaristic and right. it would be dangerous for my family if I didn't. You become the work on the, such a thing. So if you're the the Albert Einstein that couldn't escape Germany and you were forced to create this, right. or did it? Wait, <laughs> 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 never mind. Uh, yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, how would you answer that question? Um, yeah, that's that's a fair point. It does seem easy for me to reject that in my current uh, situation. Right. I'm not looking for. A job. In There's that no like consequence, <laughs> right, for saying no. If there were consequences, I'd have to <clears throat> reassess. Right. Um. Yep. 
and decide whether those consequences are worth it. There are a it. lot of people that don't that are living in the United States and aren't forced um right violently forced. They might be forced by you know more subtle pressure. Yeah. Like money or you know employment opportunity in their location to right. work for these companies. Um so maybe it's yeah it's an easy question for us but it's more complicated in general. Yeah. Um Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough question without a easy answer. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to get more complicated and more we're going to more people are going to be asking these questions I think as we as warfare kind of right evolves and I think it's also going to end up as a convenient scapegoat. Oh yeah. Oh, a machine did it. Right. Ugh. I'm worried about that being used as a defense. Hmm. Yeah, like oh, uh, so far attached from it, they were just numbers. Yeah, like oh, some civilians which has died. been used before. It's like, well, yeah, but you know, sh- yeah, there's some bugs in the software, but there's always bugs. Yeah, yeah we're, we'll try better next time. Yeah, yeah. So, the the question was: Can robots commit war crimes? Anyone can certainly be tried of war crimes. <laughs> People, robots, right? Whatever you want, mm-hmm. animals. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's up to like, not me, right? So well, maybe the robots judge the judges. Oh yeah, Ooh, that gets that gets fun too. Fun? Mm, no, <laughs> that's the wrong word. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a Game Boy? Uh, so I I forgot when we talked about my video game history. I completely blanked on certain things. You, so you fucking lied this whole time. I you lied. Had, you had an Xbox 360 and a Game Boy and a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My yes, my first gaming system I ever had was a Nintendo Game Boy. So I played Mario. I played was Donkey it, Kong. Was I it played, like the the chunky one or a Game Boy Color? Or? Oh, the original. The original Game Boy. Yeah. Wow. Um, you. Yeah, I loved it. Filth. I am filth. I can't um, believe you. One. <laughs> it's not a console, to you be fair. Just for one thing. Omitted this for so long. But I also long. just like forgot about it. Um, I never had a Game Boy. I assumed I was the gamer and you were the... Mm, I go way back. Christian musician. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I had an Xbox 360 that... Didn't get a whole lot of usage. Mm. Um, Which was your fear for the Switch. Right. Yeah. Um, it became like a rock band machine and uh, a couple other games, like hmm. Tower Defense game and not much else. Okay. Played Netflix on it sometimes. <laughs> Played. Yeah. Netflix isn't a game. Wait. <laughs> Played Netflix movies. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. You're guessing messages. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I feel like I subscribed to a lot this past couple of weeks. Subscribed. Yeah. This um, new podcast. Yeah. Uh-huh. There was another new podcast that was about people who have dramatically changed their points of views. Hmm. 
which was really interesting. So the only episode they have up at the moment, I think, is about um, a, a guy who would protest against um, GMOs mm-hmm. and is now an advocate for mm. GMOs. I can see that. Um, so that sounds... Uh, that That's very good. It's like five that's minutes cool. long. Pretty short. I'm sure there's there's a gotta be some religious episodes too where it's like going from yeah one to the other believer to non-believer or other yeah vice versa too yeah it's just started so cool. i'm excited like that. to see where that goes yeah it's a nice premise yeah i like that um where are you uh do you have a podcast that reviews podcasts where do you find no. how do you discover podcasts um, sometimes it's sometimes through other podcasts mm-hmm. like they'll mention oh i just like we are mm-hmm. like i did this thing which is why i'm doing this Um, yeah, that's how I found out about those two, but that was a chain. You don't see, so <laughs> you don't see advertisements for podcasts when you go to the movies. <laughs> You're saying other podcasts yeah. talk about podcasts. Yeah. So I was listening to a podcast, which mentioned a podcast and I started listening to that podcast, but that mentioned uh, another podcast. Uh-huh. So I started listening to that podcast. Have you seen this tripod? Tripod. Hashtag. Like the. Like with for a, y, a camera with a Y though a try like try a podcast oh as in try it out yes uh, not as in three right Katie from Massachusetts tweeted with the hashtag tripod tripod hashtag saying you should try not a camera you should sting to Hunchbig oh. so uh, did it work listeners did our if numbers you're go enjoying, up um, yeah <laughs> I don't have any data that that refutes that proves otherwise yeah yet yeah yeah that's great. So yeah, if you yeah, came here through that tweet. Mm-hmm. You should also tweet hashtag tripod. Yeah, whether you enjoyed this episode or not. T R Y, T R Y. Yeah, not T R I. Yep, yep. Not tripod. Mm-mm. It's tripod. No, I think it's the other way. It's tripod. It's not, not tripod. Tripod. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There you go. Um, speaking of audio stuff. Yeah. Do you like darts? The game. Like the analog game where yeah. you throw a dart. Where you throw um, a dart at the board. I don't mind it. You don't mind it? Yeah, it's it's a game that I'll I'll play. So when it used to be broadcast, I presume it still is broadcast on the radio. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> what? Okay. Darts? Uh, yeah. Is it darts? A, is it We're starting there here? again. It's darts. Darts. Yep. The game. Yep. They would broadcast it on the radio. Nope. I'm lost. <laughs> Before TV, okay. Before you could watch darts, sure. There would be darts. There's no commentators. There's no. Okay. The okay. thing about darts, yeah, is there's no time for suspense. Oh no! In the way, like so, baseball game. Yeah. Right on the radio. Yeah. You hear the crack of the bat, which is fake. Like, oh, sure. <laughs> is it a double? Is it a, like? Is it a home run? You don't yeah. know. There's a split Cut. second. We're like, oh, give me a dart. Is like, okay, he's gonna throw it. Oh, he threw just, it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, so you the, feel like it's something that needs to be more interesting. Yeah. 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 So, uh-huh. every time players would throw a dart, oh, no. there would be a pause. What? Just a period of silence. Okay. Where you could play with them. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, are you using the same darts they are using? No, no. Are they weighted like in a certain a, way? You're at home. Do you dress up as that person 
and then uh, well no you're 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 yourself you're trying to beat their score oh okay oh hold on hold on is there alcohol involved i mean it starts yes no i presume okay it's only played in pups i'm sure this was very famous yeah and very popular okay yeah it seems like fun <laughs> this is so this is what people did before Xboxes and Game Boys and Playstations and mm. Switches. <laughs> wow. Oh, so the other thing I signed up for is a newsletter called Tedium. 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 It is excellent. He picks boring mm. to topics and then tries to... Unborify them. Yeah. Okay. Until they're interesting. There was one about why all airplane... Sh all the stores inside airplanes are channels, like news channels stores yeah like where you buy like newspapers and snacks and shit you said stores inside of airplanes you mean airports <laughs> airports that's okay what I mean. thank you the place that airplanes <laughs> wow. go okay they're all ch news channels yeah like cbs or fox news or what you've never noticed this i like hudson news hudson yeah what what why, why does hudson news exist as a store. It's a book. What, that's all. That's the only way it exists. <laughs> what? Don't they do news? No, I don't think. No, I think it's just a store. Hudson News? Yeah. No. Hudson Why? News is not. Are they anywhere except in airports? No. No. They only exist in airports. Yeah. It's a just separate world. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Hudson News. Is, oh, Wikipedia. Hudson that's the Hudson group yeah I don't know what that is uh they own a chain of restaurants bookstores fast, fast food, food restaurants at the airports United States yeah it's the Hudson group it's weird why what what why what why isn't it like 7-eleven oh because there needs to be a whole separate world inside, inside of, airport. of airports yeah yeah um so that's so what they can charge more money Maybe. Uh, like think, if you're, if you're you like, oh, this is a 7-Eleven, I'm going to like... You yeah, know. I think you can just see that just because you're inside an airport. Right. Um, but this helps, maybe? To like, like rebrand it? Like, oh, okay, this is different. I can't expect 7-Eleven <laughs> here. This is Hudson News. Yes. Um, Why doesn't 7-Eleven just open a store there? Maybe it's not secure enough. <laughs> it's not Maybe Hudson Group... Because it's on the other done, side of security. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Hudson Group has done some... Special some things. Some real vetting. To their process that other people haven't done. Mm -hmm. We had some listener feedback mm. from a John in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. I got it while at PAX, which was exciting. Oh, nice. To be recognized from the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> recognized. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so the listener feedback was, it's uncomfortable talking about effective altruism mm. in a price kind of thing. It's like you're shopping for the best deal on people's lives. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is emotionally weird. Yeah. Hearing, hearing that, yes, is emotionally weird. Uh-huh. I agree. I agree with that statement. I agreed with that statement, and I didn't have anything to follow up with. But... <laughs> but. You do want the best deal. Yeah, I think you do. Because it's the best we, deal. Okay, over the course of my life, I yep. will make X amount of dollars. Right. 
and that ugh. <laughs> yeah it, it, it is weird it is weird but right what's the but um you want to affect the most amount of people help the most amount of people mm. and if this is a means to do that yeah then i guess that's i think it's more effective than other ways i don't know yeah i think um, i i think one of the issues was or is mm-hmm. that if everyone does this yep then anyone who's not at the best price doesn't get helped mm-hmm. like if which sounds ridiculous like if you don't do effective altruism mm. if you do effective out if everyone does effective altruism it sort of means you're just you're only helping it, from the bottom it's up like a market of yeah yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah um right right which sounds weird but if i say to you yeah matt if you <laughs> could say <save a> <laughs> yeah we're at a railroad track yep and there was a lever yep and it was in the middle and it was in the middle of what There's, so it's a three position lever it's currently in the middle in the middle position of... okay there's a left right and middle position but it's not on the track yeah okay so in the current position the train that is on the track yep. will go nowhere and explode and everyone will die. That oh. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Okay. This is this is not exactly what I wanted. <laughs> but if you push it, I haven't even said it yet, so I'm not sure why I'm like fixing myself. <laughs> but like when you push it to the left. To the left. It will. Um, <laughs> there's, one, there's one person on that track on the left. Oh, okay. If you push it to the right, there's two people on that track. Oh. Right. So it's <laughs> more complicated than it needs to be. <laughs> but, but if you push the lever either way, everyone on the train, say it's 100 people, will live. Okay. So you're killing one person or you're killing <laughs> two people or you're killing 100 people if you leave it in the middle. Okay. What do you choose? Kill one person. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. And that's a numbers game, right? <laughs> you're, you're saying yeah. one, killing one is better than killing two. Yeah. Which is weird. It's weird to say that. Right. But I think it is valid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I know there, there are like weird repercussions that can happen from thinking in this very like um, utilitarian sense. Yep. Where you're just like numbers, numbers, numbers. <sighs> But yeah, I don't know. So one of the other things we mentioned while talking about this was the idea of if you have life insurance, should you kill yourself to get the money to pay for saving many lives? Right. You had put this forward and I'd said no. <laughs> right. Um, I, on thinking about that a bit more, mm-hmm. I have formulated why mm-hmm. my answer is still no. Yep. You shouldn't kill yourself to save more people. Agreed. Um, I think your life should be of the most value to yourself generally. Hmm. So like, like the airplane where you put the the mask on yourself first, Yep. then you help children, the kid and the yep. elderly person. Okay. Uh, why? Uh, be- 
because I think yeah. is it that same metaphor? Like, can you use that airplane thing as a metaphor? Like, you need to help yourself so that you can help others. You can help others. Is that uh, the idea? Maybe. Or is there something else? Uh, there's something. There's a kernel here of some morality that I believe. Mm -hmm. I'm not entirely sure why. Yeah, that just is. It's a, it's a feeling that you. Yeah, you have. Yeah, I feel like things break down if your life isn't the most valuable hmm. to yourself. You're going to... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, they break... Okay. It doesn't mean you should do everything at the expense of everyone else, but mm -hmm. you should... I mean, I think they definitely break down in the sense that you won't have a great life necessarily if you focus on everyone else's life but mm. it depends on how you calculate yeah a good life and right doing good and do you have to feel good to do good or can it is it enough to i don't know hmm and i think we're all striking a balance so like well not everyone uh fair fair enough a lot of us are trying to yeah. strike a balance I think, of, I think of striking not a balance feeling it? horribly guilty, right? As we as we buy a Nintendo Switch, and <laughs> you could have spent that money saving lives, make fancy cocktails, and what you know, yeah. and enjoying ourselves, and putting some money away to do good, or behaving in a way to you know certain right acts of kindness and goodness. Um, and acts of selfishness and um, hedonism, and um, it's complicated. Yeah, I don't know. everything's complicated. It is. I, I don't. I don't want to preach on how you know on where that line should be for anyone. Um, but yeah, think about it for yourself. Yeah, I guess figure out yeah, what what you want and go for it most vague advice ever <laughs> so the train thing mm -hmm. you're trying to describe yeah i think you were mixing up or oh i made it modifying complicated a yep. uh test for whether you're a psychopath oh yeah you've done this yeah okay right so the test for whether you're a psychopath is uh train if i forget yeah. that i took the test to be a psychopath does that mean i'm a psychopath yeah okay most definitely darn darn <laughs> <laughs> If you say darn as your response to that, you're ah, not a... shucks. <laughs> <laughs> eh. What yeah. are you going to do? <laughs> okay. So. Uh, there's the test. Train on a track. Yep. It forks. Mm -hmm. um, and you can pull a lever mm -hmm. to make it um, go on the track that it's not currently on. Mm -hmm. On the track that it's currently on, it will kill three people. On the track that you could pull the lever to put it on, there is one person. Mm -hmm. So it's you're killing three or one. Yep. Most people say they will pull the le the lever, right, to kill one person, mm -hmm. because one killing one person is arguably better than killing three, right, based on that information alone. Yep. And the psychopath says, "Can I speed up the train?" <laughs> So that it hits the three that's people not, even that's faster not what psychopath and means. somehow falls on the other person. <laughs> that's not what psychopath means. Okay. So 
So everyone answers whether you're a psychopath or not. Uh huh. Pull the lever. Oh, Pretty it's much. the it's, to kill one it's person. The amount of deliberation. <laughs> no, it's not no, how long. No, it, no, okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so you. This is like the baseline test to make sure people are taking this ser- seriously or uh-huh. at least playing along with your little question game. Mm-hmm. So, second scenario. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Completely new scenario. There's only one track. Mm-hmm. The train is going along. It's going to hit three people. Yep. Okay. You are on a bridge between mm-hmm. the train and the three people on the track. Okay. And you could push someone onto the track to stop the train. Hmm. From hitting three people. Yep. Do you push someone off a bridge in front of a train? Are they going to be okay? They're going to get hit by the train. <laughs> yeah. Are they going to make it, though? They no, they're going to die. Okay. And the three people will be saved. Mm. Now, in that situation, it's yep. it's like the, it's almost the exact same question. Right. But different sides of your brain will oh, process that information. Oh, interesting. Maybe I'm a psychopath. So... I'm not saying I would do this. I right. probably wouldn't. Yep. And some part of my brain wants to say that I would do it. Yes. For the math to be good. Yep. But I don't think I would have the fortitude slash psychopathy to do it in the moment. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but let, okay, let me take this line of reasoning and flip it a little bit. So we're saying that it's psychopathic to, um, to intimately, affect someone's life in that way right pushing the, like pushing someone is harder than action. pulling a lever right yeah so doing a horrible thing very directly is psychopath behavior ish so psycho so yeah let's put this off the table psychopath like a lot of people are psychopaths mm-hmm. they are functioning human beings they're doing well they're not mean people right but they do process information differently Mm-hmm. So when you so, they're not necessarily serial killers. Yeah, let's. But probably are. No, let's okay. please not spread that. <laughs> okay, misinformation. Got it. Most people in power are psychopaths. Sure. Because they have to deal with these really tough emotional questions every day. Most people in power also kill people. They do, but if you weren't psychopathic, you wouldn't be able to mentally withstand. Sure. The kind of decisions that you have to make. Mm-hmm. So there, there is like a right. need as a species for us to have people who are psychopathic. Or else you wouldn't have leaders. Right. So, okay. My, my gross um, distortion of this idea yeah. was, okay, let's say okay. that you're a psychopath if you directly can basically kill a person. No matter what it's, the end results are. Okay. Like you can push someone off and they die. Yep. Right. My, uh, the effective altruism thing, I want to indirectly help people. Yes. So in a sense, it's that same idea. It's reversed. Mm. Both things are reversed. It's directly hurting someone. And then it's indirectly helping someone when you could, when I could directly help someone, maybe more local or more intimate or, yeah, uh, something. But it would be less effective. But it would be less effective in the in the yeah I don't know less bang for your buck slash dollar slash yeah I don't know like is there that same idea that thread right. of like um, I am choosing to 
indirectly help someone, which is kind of hurting. No, no, it's no. not quite. The logic's not quite working out. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think the effects of altruism is just something we always do. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's this idea of like we have too many options. Right. Like if left up to you, you'd to research all the charities and work out which one you wanted to mm. donate to. There's too much information. So it's There's the wire much. cutter. It's the wirecutter.com yeah, of, of charity. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's basically what it is. Right. No, I think it is. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah. I think it's and fine. I, I think it's fine as well. Yeah. Um, but, but I wanted to bring up that there is some awkwardness there. Yes. Yes. No, there definitely is. Yeah. Um, and I've, when I've talked about it to people in person, I've gotten some similar kind of pushback of like, mm, you're, I don't know. Yeah. Like the, the, there's some, yeah, there's some weirdness about worrying about oversimplifying ethics, morality, which is totally fair, I yep. think, and a valid point to bring up. So, But as humans, um, it's something we want to do. Yeah. Uh, we want to oversimplify everything. Right. Right. Um, and I think it can be useful a lot of times. Like a lot of oh, times yeah. you buy the, the right product from Wirecutter because you're just like, hey, boom, <laughs> this works. Yeah. I didn't, you know. We should move away from comparing. <laughs> it's getting worse. Yeah. <laughs> Saving lies to Wirecutter. <laughs> Buying products on Wirecutter. This is this is the uncomfortableness I was talking yeah, about. I just made it worse. <laughs> I was trying to sum it up and I made it worse. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. Uh, no. Yeah. Oh, we should help people go away. <laughs> <laughs>